we don't prioritize what is good for us. We believe everything that the oldest people do, they are the best. And we have to apply it to our country, but we struggle because it's not based on our reality. I think what I wanted to discuss is um, things like kingship or, or, you know, let's say things that China's doing and things like North Korea is doing. Is that the way that we want to live in order to succeed? But in general, democracy as a whole is not a bad thing because people still have a right to choose and to actually express their opinion. But the only problem we have with Africa, we should just stop to do the to copy and paste. Like, you know what I mean? We have to put democracy, have to be more like, let's say like China or Russia based on our reality. Like our Welcome to Better Yourself Podcast. It's your boy. KG1 here. I'm joined yeah. by Naju and mm. uh, my boy Fon Chris. You know what it is, we're here. We're discussing what get is it, the best form of leadership. Is it democracy? Is it communism? Is it totalitarianism? What way do you think is best to lead a nation? Join us as we discuss. All right, so so let, let, let's talk about it, man. So you guys, what do you, what do you think about democracy? Do you think it's, it's, it's good for, for us black people, for us African people? Because if I see a lot of countries in Africa, we've really struggled, you know, to make things work. Maybe like democracy, that's the problem. So what do you guys think? Well, for I'll, me, I'll, I'll, well, I'll, I'll, I'll go first. Mm-hmm. I'll say for me, I'm, I'm, but I want us to look at history first, like, from okay, let's say when when did we really become like more than more than like that? So let's say just from colonization and after that, after that, that's when we start having like a proper government, I'd say, and that's when we can say that's when we can judge from from post no just just the start of coloni- colonization till now. That's what we're looking at. We're not looking before or stuff like that. Because if we look past that, probably we didn't have, we didn't have like a government in thingy, in African countries structured like governments we have now. So yeah, that's. I just wanted to say for you guys to know like where we're starting. I would start by asking, what's the meaning of democracy? That's for him. Well, is that a question to me? Well, that no, it's it's a, it's something that we need to unpack before we actually go into the into the uh, which which uh, leadership is best suited for which nation. So democracy okay. is the is the ability, basically allowing people to partake in the in deciding who leads the country, so the people have a say as to who the next leader is. Um, okay. So that's my understanding of democracy. So the people have a say, yeah. and uh, and I think it's a system a system that we've adopted from um, mm. from the colonizers, other, other people. Um, mm-hmm. But is it a system that's good? Is it a system that's bad? Is it a system mm. that works, or is it all like, uh, or is it all like? I don't know, something that we think works but doesn't work. So I think um, for here, I can see, like they say, 
um, <clears throat> they say democracy actually um, is a form of government in which people have a authority to choose their leader, whatever they actually want to lead the country. But it sounds good. But for me, I think the problem is not about choosing. I think the fact you people have to choose the leader, that's a good thing. You kind of people like a freedom to choose whatever leader they want to have. Because if you choose a leader, that means you believe in the person, everybody agreed to have the person in power. I think okay. the problem that happened with the democracy is when the institution come. In Africa, the type of democra democracy that we have is very like copy and paste to the European west style and it's not based to our reality and that's why it's hard for like african leader today to kind of keep up with the actually follow the rule because you do we say like africa there is a lot of things people do is not right because we don't really follow the rule of the constitu constitution but the constitution is based on the west reality it's not really based on our reality i think that's what the problem is but if you have to go back to the way africa used to be before before the white man came we used to live like um, it was like a kingdom right a kingdom you only have one king and you have and um, everybody just under the king there is no such a thing as oh i don't want him in power whatever you stay there and he's our only king and we all have the same party that's the reason why before democracy come to africa and same country we have like um is it a communist party like where you only have one leader one party and that system if you think about it it used to work better for Africa. There was no war, nothing. So what mm. sort of evidence do we have to show that that system was successful? Is it something that we just had to endure uh, where people didn't have a say? Or mm -hmm. is it a system that actually worked? Because I haven't looked, um, I don't have you know, any history knowledge to actually show that the people of Africa were stable, the people of Africa were happy, the people of Africa, you know, didn't have any complaints because at the end of the day, things that democracy give the people who are being ruled and led an opportunity to have a say in the government um, policies. So let's say, for instance, if we go by the way things used to go, like uh, communism or totally, uh, is it totalitarianism, where... Mm -hmm. You just get a certain group of people or family or whatever. They just lead um, the country as they see fit. Now, in their eyes, the, uh, what they're doing might be successful, but the people are actually oppressed and the people are unhappy. Um, mm -hmm. So I don't think for me, I would be happy with that way of um, that kind of government because um, people need to have a say. It's, if you're in power, you're in power for the people. Yeah. And if the people don't have a say, how the hell, how do you know that the people are happy? How do you know that the people are satisfied? And sometimes people want a change as well. When you want a change, you can't have a change. You just have to be under the same ruling, under the same family. They just pick and choose, yeah, my brother will take over. My sister will take over. Yeah, but, my but auntie will take over. I understand what you're saying, but the thing is, when you go back to... Mm, communists right in Africa if you I'm just going to tell you a bit about the Congo because I know much about Congo not the, not the, not the democratic Congo the other Congo we used to have a communist like system before it was back in the 80s till I think it ended in 1992 so what happened we have one leader one party 
there was no opposition, nothing. Everybody was just trying to follow the leader. The country was good. Everything was kind of paced for company, jobs, everything good. But as soon as we switched the democracy, that, that's when we start war. Because everybody feel like they have a freedom to say something and you have like opposition as well. People say what they want to say and then the people in the country feel like they have a right and then people just like, and the country just got messy until today. You have leaders who just don't want to leave the power. On the Communist Party, you have people actually was leaving the power as well. Somebody staying for like 10 years or, two or 15 years after that, you switch and the leader come. And the war was more like among the politicians. It wasn't among the people. But when democracy arrived, it changed. The war is more among the people, not the politician. The politician, they just do the talk and the, you know, fighting like diplomacy, like kind of fight. But there was no like blood. But now you have more people actually dying every day because of democracy. Before you have, in, in like in communists, it was more like politi polit political leader was getting killed sometimes, you know, like when you stay too much in power. People don't want you. Sometimes they're always going to do some inside stuff. Somebody going to get killed. But the population, everything is cool. So I feel like the communist system, I think it works better for Africa. Okay. Like, I, I had a question as well. Like, I wanted to know, like, you see, in the countries in the world, like, the most, let's say the most powerful country, I'll say, I think everyone will agree it's America, right? Hmm. The most powerful in the country. And let's say the next three, four countries close to power in America, well, what countries would you guys say are? The, the closest, most powerful country in the world. Yeah. yeah I would yeah, say too. the first one I would so, say is, is Russia. Mm -hmm. I'll put China in there. China as well, mm -hmm. yeah. Russia and China. I think that's the most. North that's Korea? North, North Korea, Korea has to be North in there. Korea as well. But the thing is, the difference between North Korea, mm -hmm. they, are, they are strong, but they are more like, they, they are strong, but they just, they don't have so much impact on the outside. But they're, about, power, they're powerful, yeah, but they're right? powerful, yes, yeah. But okay. when you think about China, so, so, they are powerful uh, inside and outside as well, like economy, true, they true, control the economy. True. Yeah. So all the countries you guys named, all of them, they run mainly, the foundation of them is communism. Yeah. The only country that's above that tree that runs on democracy is America. Yeah. And the other countries that follow through are the countries that feeds off the crumbs that America gives them, like the United Kingdom, the France, the Germanys. Mm. These countries they feed because America is eating. That's how they eat. Yeah. So I would say, for any country to come close to the power, like let's say, so America has, they have to get crumbs from America. You get my point. Mm. So for Af for an African country to be at least powerful or resourceful. They have to be fed by America. So I see most African countries that on sanctions from America, let's say, they crippled. Democracy fails them. They can't do anything. That's, that's like this, what's really happening in Africa because America kind of di dictates what's, what's going to happen with democracy in this country. Uh, is this president good? Is this bad? Is what, what, how this country can trade to outside countries? So I think, let's say an African country wants to be, to get to the level, let's say, of America or Russia and them other countries, I think they have to step out outside democracy because we already know our government can't function like a democracy. We say democracy means people are free to choose a leader. 
they're free to do elections and stuff. But we all we always from I don't know how long this has been going, but from the start of like every African countries that had corruption when it comes to election, choosing a leader, people being beat up, this I, I think some people are forced rather than they choosing by their own will who they want to lead them. They're kind of forced to vote for certain party and there's perks that comes with that. And if they don't, some violence, killings, or they won't get free stuff that the other people are getting from voting for that party. So from my point of view, we already kind of operating on a system of communism, but we ain't ripping the benefits of communism, if I should say. What is the meaning of communism? Well, I'll say, I'll read this out. Okay. Um, where communism calls for the government to take control of the capital and industry in the country in an effort to get rid of e- economic inequality. So yeah. that's, that means the government has the monopoly on who controls what, who does what in the country compared to yeah. democracy where like it's a like it's it's a compete who's got the best business model that's who gets approved and most of right. those systems as well they are based on one party and that's the most important so one party state now mm. communism communism means yeah what you just said you said it's an economic system where the group owns the factors of production in countries mm. the government represents the group mm. the means of production are labor and entrepreneurship capital goods and natural resources mm-hmm. although the government doesn't legally own the labor mm-hmm. the central planners tell the people where they should work so mm-hmm. basically people is like this is the the opposite of capitalism because when we talk about communism we also speak about capitalism where you know the rich if if you if you find something and it makes you rich you basically become greedy and you de- mm-hmm. dictate the prices or whatever and things like that so mm-hmm. now communism comes and fight that and he says, okay, as a group, if mm-hmm. you guys own something, labor, uh, through labor, or I don't know if you're an entrepreneur and mm-hmm. things like that, governments mm-hmm. will come, will listen to you and they'll just represent you. Mm-hmm. So, um, I don't, don't know you... if I've seen, I've seen any country that does that. I've never seen, I can't say there's a country that's worked well under communism because communism seems too perfect. It seems too perfect. Yep. Yeah, but um, you're looking at it from uh, lenses of... Uh, would you say China hasn't worked? China does not have a communism system. Yeah, but it's built off it. It's, that's the closest we have. Well, com- to say communist is a word now that's used to describe government that people think are oppressive. So you hear people say the Communist Party, the China, this, but they label it as a communist country. So is North Korea and Russia. They call themselves communists, but they're not because they oppress people. They're not communist countries. Things yeah. like North, uh, North Korea is not a communist country. So yeah, what would you labor them as? Uh, in a country where the president or the, peop- the person in power says it's this or it's nothing else, that's, that does not give the people say. And that is dictatorship. Therefore, that is not communism because yeah. communism people get, get, they actually get a say because they own most of the labor, they own most of the work. Well, you said, you said communi- communism people get a say. Yeah, basically the government, 
the yeah. government just goes off what people do or what, what people yeah, that's say. communism. Yeah, but that's people what don't China vote. do. People don't really vote, you know. Well, there's it, it, things that they could vote for, but they're not voting for the change of power to say. Would you wanna go on holiday? Yeah. So yeah, but when you when you think about these other countries that we're mentioning, like North Korea, that's the, yeah, like, that isn't communism. Though. I don't think that's communism. What makes you say then? I I, I I tell you something. North Korea, did, did they have opposition? Did they, don't have, did they have opposition. opposition? Mm. Uh, yeah, but we know like Kim Jong Un is like runs the country. They don't have opposition opposition there. It's definitely not democracy. And the thing is, um, you know, the problem with Africa is we talk about North Korea, China, Russia. One, like, okay, let's say Russia. What, what, okay, what are you going to say about Russia? Are they on the, on the world? I'm not very familiar with that. Well, Russia. The thing about Russia, yeah, go ahead. It's more democracy, yeah, but they operate more on a, on a communist type of side, like what benefits the country more than what benefits an individual type of thing got it so you know what this is what africa need because russia is like a democratic country but the democracy that they do is not a copy and paste and what mm. the west do is actually based on the reality on the need that's the reason why it works for them if you go to russia the same thing is not going to work for you. The same TV channel you cannot watch. There is, they control sometimes the people. The, everything is just based on making the, power, the, the, the country powerful, you know, going forward. That's why Russia today, like people respect Russia. And that's why even when it comes to security, whatever, they are so advanced because, because they don't let information get out just like that. And that's how a powerful country should do. They have their own identity, but it's still kind of applying the democracy when it comes to election yeah. voting people and giving people kind of the right to say whatever they want to say even though they have like they're very strict about certain things and that's what makes the difference between them and us african african what we do we only copy whatever the white person do like everything we want to play it in africa and sometimes it doesn't even make sense with our tradition i'll tell you i'll tell you what we do wrong i think it's easy to blame democracy as, as the wrong thing that we're doing. Wrong or we, democracy doesn't, um, doesn't work in Africa. I just don't think we've had people who've tried to use democracy properly because as soon as we get people in power, what they tend to do is become greedy. And Why? Then because they're overwhelmed with the power and money that they see in front of them. Because, the envi- because it's the environment, it doesn't suit us. That's the thing. <laughs> No way. I wouldn't course, go as far as saying it's the environment. I think the, the country, the nation, the continent is filled with corruption. And you can't yeah, but, use but, Okay, how come before it was working? Uh, I, would, I, would, I would just bring it down to people and personality. If you've no, got you, you, you cannot say that because since yeah. we have democracy I'll, in I'll add Africa, to that. you have a lot of countries who today are struggling. Would you like, there was say- a war, like many wars everywhere. Yeah, I'll say I, I'll say the war is, is an it's, it's an outside element. You can't really control if it happens under communist or democracy. But I'll no, say no, no, to, because no, the war, the war happened because when you have opposition, when you have opposition, it gives the outside people like more right to give them like you know to corrupt them so they can fight against you. So when you have one party, how are you gonna start a war? Because you guys are one party. 
true, true. That's political war you're on about. But a war is in general, like, there's loads of elements that can add to a war. Like, people, it could be tribal, it could be resources, outside politics. But I'm just no, I'm saying... I'm talking about more like civil war, civil war. Yeah, that's, it can happen. It could be under communists, it could be, it's like Cuba. There's, there's, there used to be dissidents that rise against what Castro was doing, and there used to be war. And that's like a communist state. No, war against who? Inside the country, inside of Cuba, because yeah. Cuba is like a communist country, and there's people that were getting funded by the US government. Yeah. That, that were fighting against Castro's government. So, because for Castro to get into power to use communism, like they had to get rid of the government that was there, that was being run, let's say, funded by the American government. So, yeah, so basically that's that. But I wanted to say, George's, mm-hmm. you're saying we shouldn't blame um, He's here, my friend. Yeah. democracy, yeah? Like, wh- who are we to blame? Shall we blame individuals rather than blaming the system that they're operating under? Of course. That's my opinion. I think, the individual. Yes. So I'd blame the individuals um, because I feel like in the past uh, 100 years or so, um, even longer than that, I think for, for as long as I've, I've, I've been aware of uh, politics uh, in, uh, in black, in African countries, for example, mm. I feel like every single one of them has been corrupted. As soon as they get to, to a position of power, what mm-hmm. they do is um, they get influenced by outside people, outside source, whether it's money or even internal people. As soon as they get to that position of power, um, they now start thinking less about the people, less about their their country, and more about themselves and their family. Well, don't you think that on. that the gov uh, the system doesn't punish the people that go against the the like? Let's say if you're in a job. And if you see you can get away with things in a job and you'd never get the punishment, would it, wouldn't that mean that it's the system that's allowing you, that's encouraging you? And the they kind of like... Yeah, yeah, the system is corrupt. So the system, yeah. the legal system, the constitution is corrupt. Mm. So for but, instance, if you take people who go in power, so if I'm a president, I can literally go and become a president and change the constitution for mm. a president to serve a maximum... Um, of um, eight years in office mm-hmm. to fifty-four years. You mm-hmm. see, you see how that's democracy allowing you to do that. No, that's not democracy. Democracy that is has democracy. No, say, no, it's not. That's it democracy really. has no okay. say. Okay. What what country that does that operates under communism that says you, you can change how long you're serving? Listen, all these Kim Jun Un guys, no one can tell democracy. Yeah, but for him, it's not democracy that the country is not under democracy. It's under kingship. It's more for Passon. If he dies, his son will become that. Before before we start, and I'm just going to introduce you guys, Julian, as well. He just arrived here. And just to wrap up so he can be actually on the conversation as well, I'm just going to say, Julian. um, So, what we're talking about here is actually about democracy, if democracy is really good for Africa. Or because that many African countries seem to struggle. There is war, there is like corruption, there is a lot of things going on. You just want to know if like it really worked for us. So here with same people they believe like communist is better, same people they believe like it's not better. Just give us your opinion about about the whole thing. Uh, can, can you hear me? Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, so, so the question is, does democracy work in Africa? Yes, so, yeah. I, I think the question is, what, which system do you think is Worse. best? Yeah, yeah, democracy or communism. For you, just which one's best? Yeah, because I, I feel like when we look at democracy, we tend to look it through the lens of like the, the Western world. Mm-hmm. And it shouldn't be, the West shouldn't be like the, the barrier of democracy. For example, <coughs> the, there are things that can work in the UK that wouldn't work in South Africa, for example. And there are things that work there but can't work here. So, like, the, democracy is a very, very vast term, but when we look at it, we tend to, like, have a proper definition to, for, for it. Personally, I don't feel, I don't, I don't think we should. I feel like every country should look at what works, what works best for it, based on its culture, the people, and where the country needs to be. Because, like, if you look at places like Libya, for example, you, you can't say that Libya had a democracy in the way we look at democracy, like in the UK, right? Yeah. Because Gaddafi has been there for like 40 years. But you can't make one single argument that Gaddafi wasn't working for Libya. So what they had then was much better than what they have now. So mm-hmm. like, personally, I feel, I feel like it depends like from country to country. So I, I can't really, I, I can't give like an answer that generalizes and puts Africa all together as, mm. as one unit, because it's not one unit, you know? Mm. So, so I wanted to ask you a question, yeah. Um, do you think there's like a clear example of democracy that has worked in Africa? Like let's say totally operating inside the basis of democracy. Like, because you just said Gaddafi, but we could tell that he wasn't operating to the, to the to the rule book of democracy yeah the, but the thing is like which rule book like the term limits democracy based on like which definition whose definition well there's term limits for every president that comes into power right but that's not really uh that's not really a necessity um, i'll i'll no, say necessity I'll say it is because that 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 will tell you that that will prove if a country is is fair. It's like someone holding on to a position that only one person can go into for a certain period of time. That's that's not showing the, the fairness of the country, like because you can't run okay. for close to fifty years without changing. I would beg to differ because the, the queen has been there for sixty years. Does it affect? Yeah. You? No, the queen doesn't make policies that affect the country like make policies like that but she has some sort of power and people people make policies i feel like as long as the president is not the only person who says what goes or not like mm. if the president is not like like a king dictating what happens to for, for everything i feel like term limits are just like a, it's, i mean it, it's good but it's not like a very uh okay. Before before we move from that point, I wanted to say you say you, you brought in up the queen. I'm sure in Africa we have kings that are operating outside the government that just there the kingship that the presidents respect or visit time to time. We don't really have. Uh, I don't think we have kings that are as powerful as the queen. Yeah, no, I, 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 powerful. Yeah. yeah. I, 
It's like the, the picture of the king on the like the national currency and shit like that. Yeah. Now, now I would ask I would ask this question. Nigel, when you mention Libya and democracy and Gaddafi being there for a long time, mm. is it that he voted himself in or the nation voted him in all the time because he was doing very well? Because uh, I'm, I remember I'm sure that he got him through war, I think. Then Yeah, it, it was a coup. It was a coup. Yeah. yeah. I think what Julian was saying is actually what I was trying to say as well, because when you see like uh, Libya, we can't say like the system that was actually based on Libya, it wasn't really like fully democracy, but it was like their, their own, you, you cannot compare the democracy with like French or England democracy. It was their own way of doing democracy, but the system was still kind of working for them as well. And now, well, even if you- How successful is Libya? What do you say? Uh, how how successful is Libya? It was more successful than today. There well, was like if, uh, they, if, have, if it, they have uh, they have they have it was one of the most powerful country in Africa. They have like uh, because remember there was luck. They couldn't even export to, like you know the the you know uh, whatever they have in the country. They couldn't even take things from outside. And you know they they was working inside with their own money, doing building everything. The army was powerful. The school was good. Even like electric, the whole country have electric, and then I think it was even free electric as well. It was free school. There was like it was the country was stable. The only problem was the way Gaddafi was like dealing with like the opposition. Sometimes there was a lot of inside job like killing people, but that's not like compared to what is happening today. It was way way better, and it was the way Libya was. It was way better than many countries in Africa today. Mm-hmm. But the democracy was on their own way. It was more based on their own reality and, you know. Right. I culture that. and stuff. Mm. I, I think, think I think what, I mean, so far anyway, what we've established is that democracy is good, but it has to be suited to the people's needs, yeah. uh, people's culture and whatnot. I think what I wanted to discuss is um, things like kingship or, or, you know, let's say things that like China's doing and things like North Korea is doing. Is that the way that we want to live in order to succeed? Is that the way that we want our countries and our people to live in order to succeed? So the only reason I'm asking this is because I wouldn't want for a king or someone in power to go in power and say, you all have to be, let's say for instance, an example, you, have, you all have to be Christians because this works. You all have to be, to have one child because this is going to be good for the economy. You hmm. all have to work minimum 15 hours a day because this is going to improve the economy. Yeah, no, but you hear what? That, that's, that yeah, bit, it's more influenced with, let's say, culture and tradition. Yeah. Like, that's, that's not on the democracy bit. Because you say, you say you agree that democracy is good, yeah. But what, what you didn't see is, like, let's say, Gaddafi, when he was running for 40 years, like, the people that were in power... Most of them were Gaddafi's people that he puts in positions of power, let's say to run the economy, education, and stuff like that. So it was, and communism, communism is more to do with one party, one structure. You don't, the people don't vote someone out of power, in and out of power. So the kind of the top, let's say the people at the top kind of stay at the top and they like, they stay at the ship like the whole throughout the course of time. So that's what happened in Gaddafi's instant like he was fighting against America and all sorts and the the leadership didn't change that much so he had control from everything if something's failing 
he was the one to answer for it. So that that's why his democracy differed to, let's say, democracy everywhere else in Africa. And I think it's, even when you talk about saying like one religion, one this, one this, mm. as bad as it look, but if people can actually stand for the culture, for the tradition, it's not really going to be a bad thing because when we come to the West, they actually, the, the way the, the culture move here is like, we, we have to follow certain rules, even if it's freedom or whatever, we have to kind of follow it. If you go mm-hmm. to some Arabic country, you have mm-hmm. to follow whatever. If you go to Dubai today, you're not going to act the same as when you're like in New York or LA, right? Mm-hmm. So I think when it comes to like African country, like single countries, I think that reality, I think it should be applied as well. I think it's not really going to, people don't want to feel uncomfortable or whatever, because if it's part of our tradition, why, we, we, why are we going to reject it? Because today, many countries that we are kind of lost because we feel like we, even, we don't even know who we, who we are anymore. We just... Well, it, it depends, depends, of course, me. it depends. Yeah, it depends because in Africa, there are thousands of cults, thousands of religions, thousands of different foods and, you know, so you can't just come and tell me you need to do this, you need to do that because it's it's good for your country or in a hundred years your grandkids, no, your no. great great grandkids are gonna. That's what happened. That's what no, no, China. No, what, no, China what I'm saying. No, what I'm saying is uh, China had a reason what they had to do what they had yeah. to do. Yeah. To finish, when I say Africa, Africa is big. It's not a country. It's like okay. When I say to every single country in Africa, like if you go to Rwanda, Congo, or you know, or Cameroon they're all African, but we don't have the same kind of tradition. Our tradition is different. So what I'm saying, each country, they should do things based on the reality. If you have okay. three tradition, whatever, you, you got to mix it up and then make it actually match with your democracy. It's like today, I'll tell you something. Uh-huh. Everybody was talking about it when Corona arrived. Everybody was talking uh-huh. about the, like quarantine, stay home, whatever. You know what African yes, leader was do- doing? They uh-huh. say to the people as well, stay home for three weeks, don't go out, whatever. Why? Because they say the French guy, the French president, I'm sorry about the Congo, the French president say on TV, these people need to stay home for like three, four weeks. Uh-huh. And then the uh, uh, Congolese president, he went on TV, said the same thing to the people as well. But guess yeah. what? It makes sense in France or in England. Why? Because, you know, people get paid, there's follow-up, there's everything. But in Africa... Uh-huh. Based if, on the reality, it doesn't make any sense. Even to add on top of that, like you even, have to come up with something else. That gonna if, yeah, go on. If, even letting people back to do that stuff. I've seen like um like let's say my country Zimbabwe, yeah. Like because uh, recently there was an announcement that we're lifting restrictions and stuff, and it happened to be happening at the same time in Zim. The president done an announcement. He had a speech on television telling everyone we're gonna open up places. Um, buses, people just wear your mask. It's kind of uh, whatever the West does, yeah. we have to do it. Mm. That's how kind of okay. how we operate in our democracy right now. Okay, that's. I think I think that's the problem. I think copying others is a problem because you're all right. Yes, here the weather is different, the food is different, the situation is different. So we can't just copy because there it's hot. Um, mm. People have people live in dust and, you know, different things. So probably have mm. different immune systems. So what the scientists decide for the West isn't exactly what's going to work for Africa. But I think mm. one thing we must respect is if things such as Corona, 
or something comes from from the west and affect Africa, I think it's only logical that until the Africans themselves find solution to listen to where the problem came from, because if you if you now just say okay, Corona came from the west or whatever, erupted somewhere, it's like it's like when Ebola came from Africa, and the Ebola, uh, 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 let's say scientists or doctors say this, if this catches you or you have it, you need to do this for 10 days or you need to do this or you need to do that. Now the West, if the West also, if, if Ebola reaches um, the West and they don't comply to those rules, whereby the doctors of where the, the disease erupted saying, we know this disease, this is how you deal with it. Now other people try to ignore it. I think you're, you're, you're setting yourself up for failure. So I think it's not unwise to copy until you found your own solution according to the laws of your place, according yeah. to the culture and norms of your place. Yeah. Julia, you want something else? Uh, I, don't, I, don't like, uh, I don't think it's, it's just a matter of copying. Obviously, you need to follow the guidelines of like, people whom you deem more knowledgeable, especially in cases like diseases and stuff. But when it comes to like lifting lockdowns and stuff, I think people in Africa are just doing it just because Europe did it. It's not according to their data or their people or anything. They're just like, okay, England is opening, so we're opening mm-hmm. as well. Yeah, I don't think it's a matter of like a, like a calculated uh, decision. It's just things they do for the sake of like copying Europe, which makes no sense. Yeah. I think, just uh, uh, to add uh, you... to that, sorry, from Chris, just to add yeah, to that, I think it's the lack of educated people in our uh, in our societies and communities. And when I say educated, we actually have a lot of educated people, but they're educated about the West as opposed to about Africa. So most of us or most of uh, most people will come here and they will learn history for here, they will learn science for here, they will learn diseases for here. So we're just bound to copy here. So if we have more educated people about Africa or about these particular countries in Africa so they know more about, let's say, the Congos, the Egypt or whatever. When something like this comes up, they will go into a lab and they will come up with something and then that's what the president should follow. But because we don't have many educated people or they're not supported because I know of a person uh, uh, from Congo, actually, that came up with uh, with a corona uh, solution or something or whether it was a disease uh, whether, whether it was a vaccine or whatever he came up with with um, like a herb that like he said if you guys drink this or whatever do cook this this way won't be affected. and then i don't know what it was but he was attacked and he had to leave he had to leave congo he had to go to madagascar and the madagascar president tried whatever he was proposing and he said, we're going to protect him because he's kept our people alive. And that's why um, sometimes we have these educated people within our communities, within our, country, within our countries, but they're not trusted. So now we're left without a choice but to listen to, to the West or to, to, to the Asians or to, to the Americans because oh, they have the biggest universities, they have this and they have that. So maybe we should start trusting our communities. We should start educating our communities about our own cultures, about our own countries, so that when they when they come up with 
uh, with solutions for any issues that come up within the countries who can trust them, then you don't have to rely on the West. Yeah, yeah. but that, that's going to take a long time because it needs, it needs a whole generation. For example, like, <clears throat> this is the same thing we're talking about like when it comes to democracy in Africa and in Europe. Because uh, as we are like African people, they will trust Europeans way, way before their own people. That, that's why it's easy for Europeans to like take out any leaders they want in Africa because they will convince the population that whatever is there, it's not best for them. It's why we have names like Julian, but I've never met a white people named Simbi. So we, we have this, uh, we, it, it's gonna take a long time. It's, it's a whole, like a whole thing to change to understand that like as Africans or as black people, we have the same brains and the same intelligence as white people, so we can trust ourselves. But most people really, I mean, it's a long way to go, man. Um, yeah, I, mean, I, think, I think what you're actually saying makes sense. We have, like now, I would say something about like Congo again. Corona, we only have a few cases. I don't even know if we, if we have like 100 people in the whole country being touched by Corona. And now, you know what happened? The president went on TV the other day and said, we're going to have to make the vaccine now. And people ask themselves, why do we need the vaccine? We don't even know how many people have corona. We don't even know if it really exists. The reason why they want to push the vaccine because they're here. To the other southern Europe, everybody's getting the vaccine. And now Russia want to give us the vaccine. Now everybody was a vaccine. But why do we really need the vaccine if we don't even know? I want to go to the hospital. The hospital, they're not even full. We don't even know who have that, that corona. <laughs> it's going to go in there. In, like, it's going to take so much money from the country to do something that the country doesn't really need. And the thing is, they, we, we, we only feel the need like, to do it. It's like our leader, they just feel like they have to do because they're doing that. It's like you're going to school because your, your own neighborhood is going to school. I just got to go to school. And at the end of the day, you don't even know where you're going. And that's sort of the thing we do. I think with time, we need, to, we need to do things for ourselves. And as Julian was saying, we have to trust ourselves. We're just the same as everybody. But the problem is the system, the education, everything have to change. Everything have to be based on the reality. If you go to Africa, you're going to see people trying to study like the war that happened between France and, France and England in like 18, I don't know what year was it. You're going to see young Africans, they know all the story about England, you know, like, you know what I mean? And you're going to come here, you're going to see people that ever know about it. And their own story, they don't, they don't tell them about it in school. So it's like the whole system is actually built in a way where we don't prioritize what is good for us. We believe everything that the oldest people do, they are the best. And we have to apply it to our country, but we struggle because it's not based on our reality. Yeah, so bringing, bringing this back to the, like the communism and democracy conversation we were talking about, I also believe that it has to do with... Um, with religion, like the, the Western and European religion coming to Africa, it came with this uh, capitalism and democracy kind of leaving, which wasn't like, it, it's not like in Africa, they didn't have a way to govern themselves, but all of a sudden everything changed. And now we're kind of taking our culture, throwing it out of the door and taking everything that is coming from outside. But again, it's a system we don't know. So I feel like if we want to, to make like democracy work in Africa, it's going to take as long as it took for Europe to like really settle down in democracy because it took them years, it took them centuries 
to to arrive to this kind of like a system that works today. So in Africa, either we're going to have to change it or we're going to have to wait for a long time for it to start working for us. Yeah, yeah I think... Um... I think we're rushing too much when it comes to Africa. I think uh, it took them time to change. But now that the generation is different, we have internet, the information is quite faster to get. People can get like... It's not, it's not that easy. It comes with human nature. Like, yeah, yeah. For, for example, imagine telling like a, like a black parent that you're gay, right? That, that has nothing to do with technology. It's just like a way of thinking. So it's much easier in Europe than it is in Africa. So I feel like uh, it's not a matter of technology. I don't, think, I don't think it is, personally. And I wanted to add as well to say, I feel like democracy, uh, it kind of helps the West more than it helps Africa. Because, um, like, let's say when it comes to resources, yeah, like, we're commun- like under communism, yeah, you kind of know who's getting what, and it's kind of audited, and it, they have a control over that. But when it comes to, let's say, well, we've got democracy now. Contracts are being handed out left, right, and center. Country that they don't even know who's mining here. Next, you got the Chinese, you got the Australians, you got, they just looting everywhere. And the leaders are just signing bad deals and they don't have to answer for that. So I feel like every time an African country or a leader wants to start, looking at communist type of thinking or like leadership they get scrutinized they get crucified a lot and it's it's like i don't know it's like but communism communism in its purest form it doesn't work it it wouldn't work like it would never well we we have democracy right now and it seems to be benefiting the west rather than its own people okay let's say if you got gold in your house if you got gold in your house the issue is let's say you got gold in your house and your son can talk to the traders your wife whoever's in the house can talk to the traders they can get any deal they want compared to when you got the head of the house someone that's that watches over everything whatever gold you got the house you make sure it benefits the house i think that's that benefits the house more than just individuals so that's yeah. the lens I'm looking at. You just described democracy. On a smaller scale, on a smaller scale, communism works. That that's how it works in the family. Because like the idea of communism is you take what you need, you do what you can, right? So for example, if you have kids, like if you have a 20-year-old who's going to college, mm. can't give them the same money as a six-year-old who's just going like to a kindergarten or something, right? So yes. That, that would be the form of communism. So everyone gets what they need. However, when you blow it up and make it a whole country, yeah. communism as a, as a way of thinking, it goes against human nature. Because at the end of the it's, day... It, it does. I agree. It does, yeah. but it helps the country, right? It, it doesn't. Let me tell you why. Because if I'm in charge of distributing the wealth, mm-hmm. I know phone, I know you guys... I'm starting to. I'm starting by you. I'm gonna give you stuff. A nigga who's like six miles away, he'll never get anything. Cause like that's just human nature. You tend to give to the people you know. However, if you go that's to what, some, that's what's happening right now with democracy in Africa. Democracy, but like mixed with communism, it can work. Mm. That that's China. So you turn to China, 
China tends to do everything for China before for Russia, right? Yeah. For Russia, which is kind of what Donald Trump was trying to do, but in a bad way because he was trying like America first, which means that like we're gonna do things that benefits us first, right? I think all countries should do that, but mm -hmm. the way he went about it wouldn't work. I disagree. Uh, with putting your country first. Oh no! Yeah, I disagree with what from Chris said about. Whole um, country should do. The country should do what benefits them. Yeah. Regardless yeah. of the people's need. Um, but but the, like, yeah, but, yeah. You have to put. I mean, when I what I mean by you have to put your country. All countries should pull the uh, the people first. You should always pull okay. your country first. Yeah. I've got a question for you, Fon. Yeah. So let's say you're a guy that's um, you're a millionaire. Yeah. You're a millionaire. You can afford big house. You can afford tunnel, two free wives. You can afford fifteen kids. Then we've got a government in power that say you're only allowed to have one house. You're only allowed to have one kid. You're only allowed to have one car. Um, because this is good for the country. You're only allowed to have one meal. You know, things like that. You can't be religious because this is bad. You know, imagine a, a country that's ruling people like that for their benefit. No, no, no. Is, is that going no, no. to benefit the country? Of course, in the so. long term, it will. No. 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 What, what is that? I'm trying to figure out. Like, who did that? Who, yeah, that's what I was going to think as well. Who did that? Who did that? Well, yeah. China did a one-child policy. Yeah, but, yeah like, but it was based on the population. They have yeah. so many people. And yeah. So, yeah, it was so based because on, you have so many people. That's a fact. Okay, let's so, say you have so many people. There is not even a space or anything. Of course, you got to do something. If you pull up the statistics for, for China, that actually helped China so, so much. Yeah. And now, because they've actually managed to control the population, now people are allowed to have two kids. Yeah. But if China continued to grow the way it was growing... Right now, we would be even like there would have been like 1.8 billion, and th that that's just it's not good for anyone. It's, it's not, not good, good for, for yeah, it's not good for anyone. Do you think I he? Disagree. Do you I think he, all the country they do that, but they don't, they don't really tell you like they're doing that. Mm -hmm. There's a way for them to that's, do that without telling you. Now. Is, let um, me look, let, let me tell you this. Democratic way to do it. You disagree, right? You say you disagree. What what city do you live in? What's that? What's Birmingham? What? Yeah, where do you live? Birmingham. Oh, Birmingham, yeah. Okay. Let, let's say for the sake of argument, Birmingham has like 1.2 million people, for example, right? Mm -hmm. Yep. That's good for you now. It's the way you live. Imagine if someone was to add another million, like double you all of a sudden. Believe me, you would feel it. So this thing you say you disagree with it, if it happened to you, then you would know what it means to literally have nothing to Julia, I want to tell you one thing. You know, we live in Birmingham, yeah? Wait. When you go to city center, you can't go and drive your car, everything. You know what they're trying to do now? They're trying to stop people now to go to, the t to town with the car. You know why? Because they believe city center is becoming too busy for people to go and travel. And now they want to stop people to kind of... It's the same, it's the same thing. If, Listen. If, they, if they need less car because there are too many cars, but if there's too many kids, they're going to say we need to reduce the number of people having babies as well. Okay, okay. I like, I like that example. If you had like three kids, 
you yeah. can and say, okay, I can't afford two more. It's just like it's you. You can't okay. say. Okay. I like I like that example because I don't agree with people who do um, things or let's say for instance have kids that cannot you cannot look after. Yeah, I completely disagree with that. I don't agree with people who have things they don't need. Yeah, but let's say you are that type of person. You are you are an individual. You're on this earth to make your own decisions unless you're mentally incapable. Now, when Fon used the example of um, the ecosystem in the city center to limit, yeah. is because the, the emissions have been killing people. Yes. Yeah? So now because of uh, uh, they're trying to stop uh, people going driving in the city center to create eco-friendly areas because they realize they made too many cars with too many emissions that they cannot control it. People are dying with cancers that they don't know. Yeah, but so it's the same. It's that. the that's same when within the same, same lines when you have too many people. To it's the same. People. That's why you don't understand. Because they're having okay. to burn okay. too much resources to keep those people like living their lifestyle the same way. You know how okay, many people, Alfie, uh, when you go to China, when you go to the tube, you know how many people you see getting in the tube? <laughs> people push each other there. There's so many people. The police, people the... push each other in London. In no, 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 no. It's not the morning. same. It's not the same as in London. Mm -hmm. Trust me. It's not the same. Yeah, the, the population is not the same. It's not the same. Yeah. Population. Not, you can't, you, you can't compare China <laughs> and think. Of it, course you, you can. Of course, no. whether London, you pack the yeah. train or not, it's, it's still the same. What, what I'm trying to say. Who is the most? Look, who, okay, who is the most? The, the biggest population on Earth. Who are they? I think it's India. If not, that India or China. India. Yeah. Why don't India have a have a thing? Have a a, a a limit on children. That's why they have no toilets. Our country is bigger. Like it's it's literally the poverty in India wouldn't be the same if there was yes. not as okay. Well, if you were to ask, yeah, if you were to ask me, which where would you rather be or what life would you rather live, I'd pick the Indian life because if, if it's something going to destroy, you have to think about tomorrow as well. You cannot just think about today. What do you mean you have to think about tomorrow? Every generation has its problems. And every generation deals with its problem. Yes, now you but, can't tell me I'm on tell you this something. life. The generation that you're living today, today we will talk mm -hmm. about Lumumba. That we see the picture of Lumumba on your profile, right? Uh, he yeah, he died because it. he was dealing with the next generation. He wanted the next generation to be better. That's the reason why he died. No way. He was dealing with that generation. No, 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 no. But why? No, no. Okay, it's like when you talk about Martin Luther King today, the, whatever he was doing, he was doing that for, for people after. That's why those people sometimes they didn't even care about dying because okay, he was let me doing tell that you for the tomorrow to be better. So if let you care about, like, okay, let's say today we, we talk about the planet, right? Don't do this, you know, put this in the bin. Do you think when the planet really going to get destroyed, maybe you and me, we're not going to be alive really. No, we, we just, we we, won't be we're not going to be here. So okay. the reason why we're doing that because we care about the planet and the people that want to stay because that's how the, the world works. We, it's just around and, you know. Okay, it, let me tell you something. Now you have to look at the consequences, yeah, that people have to go through just for the benefit of the country. Now you're telling me you live in a population, in a patriarchal society, yeah? If you have, you only allowed one child just for, to better the country. Now if that child is a female, I want you to go and check there's a statistics because it's good to look at how China has come so far and now it's one of the most powerful countries in the world. But we haven't looked at how many female children were killed because, because, because of one child policy. Because yeah, I mean, if you're a female when come, child... When you come to killing, that's, that's a... 
Was that going too far? Say that again, what's the question? Was it a government policy to say, okay, if it's a girl killer? No. Well, the, govern, the government was, was not valuing females as no. well as they no, no, valued no, no, males. No. Did they say, no, did they say, like, if you have a female, they're going to kill? No. They never That's said that. True. You That's guys are, okay, listen, you guys are looking at the, uh, you're just looking at the positives, but you, it's, it's very hard to not look at the no, negatives. No, what the I'm negatives, saying is... No, 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 no. You saying... The positives that the country is where it is today is worked well for them. Yes, is that. No, you no, can't no. just you ignore the fact that you, they had to kill the, okay, kids. What did, what did the policy? No, what did the, the policy? What did the policy say? If you have female kids, for the sake of this discussion, George, let me give it to you. Let me say that, of course, with every decision, there comes like uh, like negative side effects as well. I'll give you an example for like like. Uh, now, let, let, let's use my country. Let's use yeah, 15 one. minutes. Yeah. Right? When, like, uh, the, there was a time that in Rwanda they said you can't sell secondhand clothes, right? That it, it, it pulled down everyone who had the hustle to sell like second, second, uh, secondhand stuff. But six, ten years after, it has lifted up the, the textile industry in Rwanda, right? So now, you might have suffered for like six months or a year, but now you're better off. The country is better off. So when you say China, this happened, girls, this and that, maybe, yeah, yeah, the side effects and some it's of the... No, maybe. It's a fact. When you start yeah, killing yeah. life, we shouldn't... So you have well, George's, George's, the killing bit, that's families choosing not to have a girl and her choosing to have think, a boy. Do you think... Think, do you think any family would just choose not to have a girl for the sake of choosing? Well, the way you say in the government was choosing, the government wasn't choosing to have a boy or girl. That's no, 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 no. You need to answer my question then. You're saying family is choosing. Why would the family choose a girl? Sorry, because they're the ones who are responsible for the killing of girls. You say, he, he, okay, it's like when you have abortion, man. The government don't tell you, like, kill the baby. They, they don't tell choice. you if you, if you had a boy or okay. girl. Listen, the people were preferring to have a boy tell, rather than having a girl. Is, is that when people have abortion, same people they prefer? You, you choose to have a boy over a girl because a girl is not valued in society. Okay, I will tell so, you something. So I will tell you something. What is the difference in the society? What, what is the difference between doing that's that the government. and then actually doing abortion? I'm not talking about rape or whatever. I'm just talking about like people that feel like I'm pregnant. Abortion is a whole different topic, my guy. No, no, abortion it's, it's, is a whole different topic. No, no. When it comes to that choice, like what people have to make. Okay, I'm not going to get to that. We're we definitely going to talk about the body and one day as well. So coming, I don't want to lose the, the topic. So coming to whatever you guys are saying is... Uh -huh. What you need to remember is like here we live in a country where corona arrived and they tell people you have to stay home. Believe it or not, all of us have been home for like a year. You've been out, in and out, but you've been home for, for a year. Why? Because they believe this is the best for us, for the country or whatever it is. So sometimes you're going to come to the time where the shift and the government are going to decide certain things just because they believe this is good for us. Okay. And that's the reason why Chinese people they believe like, you know what, there were so many people now and we have to slow down with the number of babies that we have to have. Yeah, and that, 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 that's, that's how it works. And I don't see, I don't, I don't see what is it wrong with that. Yeah, that, that works for them because now we, China, well, What people was doing, they was having baby outside China, so, you know. Yeah, yeah, you can have be outside and leave him there. Yeah. Like, because at the end of the day, 
no one person is greater than the country. The country has to come first. I disagree. I, I strongly disagree with that. There's no way. Tell me why. Because, yeah, if you're on this earth, you have a right to, you know, freedom of, you know, think, freedom of life, freedom to make, you know, rights to make a decision of how you want to live your life. As long as you know, as long as, uh, as long as I'm not, you know, I'm not doing anything to harm you. I'm not harming my neighbor. I'm not killing him. I'm not stealing from him. I'm not, you know, cheating on him or anything like that. I'm living my life and I'm containing my life. I make decisions of how I want to live my life. Somebody next to me should also be able to live like that. But when people say things like uh, freedom of speech, freedom to live life, uh, like at face value, it makes sense. But you also have to agree that you live in a society. For example, I live alone here, right? I can strip, walk around naked, right? But I can't say, okay, I can do this, so I'm just going to go to Tesco naked. Why? Because I live in a society. So you can't say if you have to, like, you need to have, like, two, three kids, which is your right, but also you need to consider the rights of the society you live in. You want to have kids, get out of the country and go and do it. That's okay. How do my, how do my kids affect someone else's life? See, now they affect me because you have five, six kids, right? I'm a, no, it's an example. You have six kids. We live in a country that is really struggling with the population. How does that not affect me? How does it affect you? Because I'm, I've got my kids, I'm feeding them, I'm sending okay. them to school. Okay. It's not about feeding. The problem is not on the feeding or the raising. That's why you don't understand. How are the kids going to school when they get sick? Yeah. When... I always add to that because you see, like, if for every person, you're going to have to burn resources for you. We are, that You're talking about pollution, right? The air pollution in China is really bad because the industries are overworked. They've been wearing masks for years. a lot of resources. So you having four, five, six kids compared to every other family having four, five, six kids, that doubles the population and we have to burn more. And the quality of air in China is known to be one of the worst in the world. So quality yeah, that's, of not, that's not down to kids. That's down to the companies yeah, trying no, to no. make things. That's yeah, not down to kids. But so you need electricity, right? The population. Kids are population. That's what you don't understand. So I'm saying, like, when you live in a society, you are part of the society and that society is part of you. So you can't remove yourself from it and say, okay, I can have four kids and that's not going to affect you. It will, in one way or another. Like, either, either through school, through healthcare, or all, all of it, you know? Yeah. No, I, 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 I'm sorry, but that, that one, I'm not buying it. For me, well, you, you, you know, you're not buying it, but you are quarantined right now. You want it or no, you, you are home. Okay, well, let's look at, you keep saying quarantining, I'm at home. I'm at home not because most people, if you speak to most people who have looked at the virus or whatever, I'm not going to get into whether it's real or not. Most people chose to be at home and that's democracy. Nah. No, 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 it's not there. Absolutely. Choice, no, no, it's not there. You want to go, okay, you want to go, no, 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 it's not there. You want to, okay, you want to go in a club or you want to travel, travel then, but you won't be able to do that even if you feel. Why are you going to travel knowing that there's a disease that can kill you? This, no, 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 it's not about knowing the disease. It's because the rules say this is why it has to happen and this is why it's happening. At least if people chose to. 
You don't it have what? chasing people down because people chose to stay. We now. live, we live, we live in the in the areas where the minorities choose to um, to go against uh, what the government policies say. But we live in a country where most people actually agree, and most people say, "I'd rather stay home. I'd rather work from home." Or whatever, and that's democracy. Now we don't understand it. The Even government made the decision. No, no. If you disagree, you you can disagree, but you won't able to. You won't, you won't be able to do anything. Like now, let's okay. say you want to go. Okay, let's say you want to go to the club right now, or you want to go to cinema. Even if you want it, there won't be no cinema for you to go. Well, that's because not how democracy not, works. Huh? That's not how democracy works. Well, democracy we live in a democracy, saves the country. No, that's why you don't understand this. It's democracy, but I think democracy is based on each nation. That's how democracies here work. In Af- okay. It's like in democracy, Africa. You know what they're doing in Africa? They're beating up people for masks and shit because if you don't wear masks, they beat you up there because yeah. this is... Okay, oh, here they find you. They find you. They are yeah, they okay, find no, you. In Africa, they don't find you because they know you're already broke anyway. Just got to have to beat you up. <laughs> you, you no, know. democracy gives the people... <laughs> A vote and the and the large uh, majority of votes wins. And so when you give, I could, we I could didn't, say we didn't some... vote for lockdown. There was no vote. Okay. <laughs> well, well, you have a representative that you don't know. You have every constituency has a representative. So he okay, went. Yes, we, are, we, are outside, we, we are going outside the topic right now. <laughs> no, listen, we're going outside the topic. <laughs> the representative that you voted for. So any vote that he's taking to the to the to the parliament or the member or whatever is your vote. We, we never considered COVID before. You voted yeah, that vote. Let me wrap it up. Go back to the vote we'll half five minutes and we finish. To the topic of democracy. The COVID restrictions. And I think George just said like democracy works because of the vote, right? Because people like the majority chooses like what happens to the minority, right? That that can be good, but it can also be catastrophic. For example, Luca, um, Luca, Germany under Hitler. Hitler was very, very, very popular. Like literally, the man was like a god to Germans, right? So, mm-hmm. so, but you can see how democracy went wrong there, right? Like things they did under the democracy. But yeah, so like. Mm-hmm. The, yeah, the idea that people can vote and choose what, like, people, people are people at the end of the day. People are stupid. They can really put in like a, they can they can put the devil into power. That's how people like Ted Cruz win in Texas. Like, but then they the start for the consequences. They still win. So that like, democracy can be good, but it can also be bad. The point is, I feel like when it comes to Africa itself as a continent. What needs to happen is for, for each country to do what's best for them. Because yeah. when, every, every, when every person, like, if I was doing what's best for me and you're doing what's best for you, eventually we will all be better off because what's best for you, in most cases as a country, it's also best for the country. Because it's trade, it's trade, it's immigration, it's development, it's like education, all that. But still, Africa, Africa even needs to do that. Because the way we live in now, we live in through the lens of like Europe. Yeah. We live in through these elections that sometimes we don't need. Oh, preach. Like, yeah, so either like the, the democracy is not just the best way to go. It's not always mm-hmm. the best thing to do. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I agree. Oh. One person speak uh, each and we can end this. All right. I wanted to say, just to round up my points, because um, I wanted to say like, 
during the colonization era, like period, like we have to remember is Africa. The main people that helped us to liberate like our government were like the communist parties, like Russia where they played a part. Like Castro and his army soldiers funding all these countries around Africa helped to play the big role. And as soon as we got our independence, we abandoned this communist way of thinking and we wanted to do what the West does. And now it's kind of biting us in the back. And I've also noticed like, when we're talking about democracy, we, t we end up saying it borrows from a lot of places. But in Africa, it seems like it's not democracy. It's borrowed everything except democracy from, for Africa. Yes, we don't expect democracy for Africa, yes. We, we don't choose our, who's in power. We, we can't control the terms they're serving. We don't know where our resources go. And the, the quality of life hasn't improved since, I don't know, since mm. before colonization. And I think we need, we need to start looking to other types of govern, governing people. Like we need to know where our resources, because our main thing, that, well, our main export is resources. Yeah. And if we don't, if we don't even, because under democracy, we've failed to manage it. We've failed. We're not running it as a business. We're running it as a, uh, you're a friend of ours. You're a friend of ours. You can have some. We're not running it as a business. And that's all I wanted to say on that. Well, yeah. Well, I feel like the, so China is focusing more into putting resources in Africa and stuff. So I feel like Africa in the next 30, 50 years, it's going to be what China is today in terms of like development and like being the manufacturing hub of the... Yeah, but the thing is, it's going to look good. Africa will definitely look good because the manufacturing, all the building, the way China do things really quick, it's going to grow. But the really problem is, is the population, is life going to be improved? People are going to have wait, wait, a better wait, life. It's all going to be owned by China. I just wanted to add something. Yes, we will. He's we will be owned helping by China. us. He's helping us here. But I've heard cases of people selling their land off to Chinese people. So the country might be owned by China. Yeah, I don't think it's, it's going to help us in, in that way. I think just like, I mean, it's going to be, Africa going to look more deals. good like for people, tourism to come, things like that. But... <laughs> The thing inside is, politics, I don't think it's going to change a lot. This to say, like, if you go back to 1940, for example, the United States was, like, the hub of, like, manufacturing. They were, like, working in steel, everything, right? And then, for some reason, they blinked, and China took over that place. So now everything we own, it's made in China, the speakers, the earphones, the, the iPads, all that, right? But China understands that, like, things change so now they're focusing more on technology so now they're moving towards ai and all that but that market of like manufacturing and everything is going to move to africa which okay. means it will be better off okay but, yeah, but uh, if you uh, move to africa are we as african gonna create the regulation that's gonna put us first or are we just gonna wanna have it there to us and give wait. them all the money back i got a question you see uh, the manufacturing bit of things like um, uh, there's a video that I've seen that's been going around that talks about the how people looks as uh, the workforce of China manufacturing things, a lot of things, a lot of warehouses doing this type of jobs. And that's messed up a lot of air. The quality of air in that area is not good. It's the worst in the world. Mm. So if you're saying China are changing their formula to making the manufacturing happen in Africa, that would that means the quality of air in, in Africa is going to go as just as bad as, as China. 
Not really, not really. Because like things change. Like the most of the times, this pollution come from fossil fuel. But mm -hmm. like as the world move on, fossil fuel it's a it's it's like a it's a natural resource. It's not gonna be there forever. So in the next 30, 40 years, like fuel will be eventually it's gonna really really drastically decline. That's why you see countries like Saudi Arabia moving into different businesses because they understand that you can't drill oil forever. It just, it, it dwindles. So fossil fuel eventually will be, it's gonna be uh, like uh, replaced with like renewable energies and things like that. And I feel like that's how Africa will survive because Africa, like we have the best climate, the sun is always there and all that. So it's a, it, it, it won't be the same as like the, the climate in India or in China, I, I feel like, uh, yeah, the atmosphere will be okay. So, George, what do you want to say? Join. Uh, what I want to say is, I think democracy can uh, definitely work. I think we need the right people with the right minds, because uh, from what I heard and from what I've seen, um, we get people who get voted in, um, and then as soon as they're in power, I'm talking about Africa specifically, um, they now pretend like they, were, they weren't voted in. So as soon as they get in power, as um, Nigel's mentioning, he was saying that uh, the way they deal with the resources, like if we look at Congo and gold and different places with fuel and things like that, they just start to deal with it as though it's their own. Now, my question would be, okay, let's say if this was, uh, we were now under some, you know, kingship or uh, communism or capitalism or, yeah, I think it's going. I see worse. Yeah, you get me. So, I just think whichever um, government, um, uh, whether it's a democracy or communism or capitalism, whichever one um, we want to go with, I think it needs genuine people um, with genuine mentality, with, with, who are eager to help the country. But I am a big fan of giving people a chance to vote, mm. um, a chance to partake in uh, picking who should lead them for, for years, and there should always be change. I feel mm. like with kingship and, and all these other ways which are different to uh, a democracy, they don't give people opportunity to change. And I don't want to be under the same leadership forever. So True. that's that's just my opinion on it. Yeah, I think uh, that's what we're going to end up. We, I think I agree with what you're saying. I think for what we can remember tonight is... Um, Democracy at its whole is not, I mean, when you compare it to communist, I think we want a communist because it's like one party, whatever, but it's like, we feel like there's less freedom when it comes to people's choices. But in general, democracy as whole is not a bad thing because people still have a right to choose and to actually express their opinion. But the only problem we have with Africa, we should just stop to do the to copy and paste. Like, you know what I mean? We have to put democracy, have to be more like, let's say like China or Russia based on our reality, like our institution, you know, like the rule that we're going to put in our country we have to be based on what we actually, you know, live every single day. I think that way people are actually going to find themselves. I think we're going to put our nation first and the thing's going to work. I think that's the, the most challenge. But as Julian said, it's something that's going to take time because you have to educate people. You have to change a lot of things, but hopefully it's going to work. So... Nice to have you guys today. So I wanted to keep it short because we always go far. 
and yeah it was really good and definitely like uh, i appreciate you guys coming tonight yes and thank you guys for listening to me as well so next thank time we're gonna you, have mate. another topic we can't carry on talking <laughs>